Welcome everybody to Comedy on Edge presents the chat show live in Edge HQ and you're probably going, what's up with the sound? Well, we've had some technical issues ladies and gentlemen, so we're recording, we've got, we're huddled around the Zoom audio recorder, the mics are out of action, the mixer's out of action, but don't worry, we'll, Ryan will fix this up in post if he ever does turn up. So you, I'm your host Mark Williamson, joining me is my new favourite sound guy, Lester Diamond. Buddy, how are you? G'day boys, I'm well man. Good to have you here, man. Good to have you here. We're waiting for Ryan, but we've been waiting an hour. He's not here. I'm, bit, I'm getting worried, actually. You didn't take him for a drive to Belangelo, did you? Maybe you stopped into someone else's podcast to fuck that sound up. <laughs> well, he's, it, we're, we're having issues today, aren't we? It's all it's all downhill. So, how you been? Mate, terrible. Next. Next. Well, there you go. We're, we're off to a flyer. <laughs> we book you for your conversational skills. That's what we like. Well, the reason is we've got a guest, a returning guest. He was here, I think, very early on in the podcast, maybe episodes in the 20s with Julia Wilson. Yeah. He's up from Melbourne. It's Michael Chamberlain. How G'day, are you, folks. Buddy? How are you? How are you? Now, have we, have we contacted Ryan at all to see where he might be? I sent him the text saying, where are you, buddy? Okay. And Any I just reply? haven't... No. I mean, it's... You know, maybe he broke his arms and he can't text, yep. or maybe he slept in. Or how long ago did you um send the text? About ten minutes. Oh, okay. So I haven't, I haven't got a response. And how how late is he? He's about forty minutes by now. Really? Like, so you waited half an hour before you sent it? That's well, good. I just That's thought, well, less less to, like the meeting time was nine. It's Saturday morning recording nine thirty, and I yep. thought, well, you know, nine thirty. I assume people would get here at quarter past. Lester Lester calls at twenty eight past nine, saying. Hey, anyone want a coffee? Which is a nice thought. I thought yeah. that was nice. Yeah. Well, as nice as guy. You are, you are. And, you know, still late. But still, but that's okay. And I thought, well, Lester's late. Maybe Ryan's stuck in traffic. Because it's Sydney, and he comes from an area where it's hard to drive from. Oh, so. okay. Sure, sure. So, yeah, so... Well, they have a lot of, just the abundance of speed humps or something. Or it's like, <laughs> you have to, you know, a lot of zigzag turns and... And they, yeah. there are people firing arrows at you through windows. Is that difficult to drive from? He's got to drive through Redfern to get here. And as we know, you know, you got to dodge ex-premiers' um, children. Oh. 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 Too soon? Boo. Too soon? Oh, come on. Boo. I've got two mutual Facebook friends with Harriet Rand. Have you really? Um, yeah, I do. I do. I, I won't name them, but do you do that when like you see someone in the news? I thought and, you were off the drugs, mate. Oh, well, you know, ice, ice baby. Um, <laughs> But do you do that when you see someone in the news, what's like someone famous, and you're like, you just go and look at their face, and you're like, oh, you've got mutual friends. Uh, I don't remember doing that myself, but I have looked people up on general general um, social media, it's uh, like Instagram. Uh, I remember one. <laughs> okay, I'm a pervert. One, one, <laughs> one, one Brownlow medal. I remember there was like, you know, footballers' girlfriends would come along, and you find out their name, like they'd just say, "This is blah blah," and I'd go, "Oh," and I'd just look them up on. On yeah, your Instagram or your Facebook, and be like, oh, there's there's lots of photos of them hanging out in bikinis because that's what pretty people like to do. They like to put pictures of themselves it is, on the beach. Yeah. It's funny like that. Like a couple of years ago, we, you're from Melbourne. You're an AFL boy. One of Wayne Carey's, the one who went a bit nuts with one of his women. She went. She was a year below me in school. Oh, okay. Like it was. It was a big school, and because I remember the name, I'm like, you look familiar. And then I went and did it in Hobart. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, she was. A, she was a Hobart girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, and I was like, oh, that name rings familiar. So yeah, we had a lot of mutual friends. Yeah, in gotcha. Wayne yeah, sure. wasn't one. I went, but did you, I did the thing too when I was like, because I was, I have an office job, so I got a lot of time to waste on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. So I did, um, I did the thing. I was going through a friends list, thinking. What if Wayne Carey's on Facebook? Yeah, and I looked through. I, like there was no Wayne Carey, and then I went. I just went through all the guy. I think because maybe he's got because we've got a, a fake lot of, name. Yeah, like I've got. We've got a lot of mutual friends. Like a, we've got some famous friends who use different names on Facebook. Yeah. So, but I couldn't find Wayne Carey. It was. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Maybe it's best to 
steer completely clear of that kind of stuff. If you can't find one Kerry, you should check the Dunnies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funnily enough, he wasn't on his girlfriend. He was, he was a friend of his mate's girlfriend on Facebook. There we go. I can't yeah. get into the brown low very much. I think they need more cleavage pre-show. Yeah. Well, I think from what we were like looking at the other night, day at Brownlow dresses for a, yeah. pro, a project Michael's working on, <laughs> we were following up and the yeah, back, it was the research. Back, back it was cleavage research. is the big thing with Brownlow dresses. Is it? They like like there's a lot of lot of bare back. It was like watching the Australian swim team. I remember what, this famous dress they always put on the tabloids when it comes out again. It, it was down to a navel. The cleavage. It was like it was the best dress ever. Oh, yeah, that might have been Rebecca Twigley. She had a dress that was red. That was when her her, her. her partner at the time, yeah, well, part, husband now, boyfriend at the time, Chris Judd. She had a almost like a covering her breast, kind of like a V, a V down the middle. Uh, yeah, to to enable and um and so she got essentially her career began then. It was called the yeah. v, v for Victory, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think she was already a model, and then she kind of <laughs> she went on. Well, she's like, a weather girl, like she's a weather presenter now. On Channel Nine, yeah, yeah. Have the times changed? Remember as kid when we grew up, you know, the weather presenter was actually a meteorologist, some forty uh, year old man with a bad hair doing a bad suit. Uh, I think they've used that term very loosely. Yeah, I think it's ventured between yeah, um, girl in a shirt, short skirt. I'm not sure using the word hectopascals makes you a qualified meteorologist. Isn't it funny though? Like we do. I mean, think about this. Like, isn't it funny how like every female who reads the news is incredibly attractive, and every male looks like the elephant man had acid thrown in his face. With a side part. It's like what I know. Like I get it, but it's it's obviously like this denigration of. Well, I know it's obviously like men are so men are so easy to read. It's like. Oh, they have to. We'll only get news from pretty women. Like it's like TV stations know us so well. <laughs> but I think, I think it's that. Like it's that. Like when you when you want when more Brett, I've I've had to break bad news to mates. Like, have you ever had to like do that? Like break that bad news? Like you know, I find myself. I've felt sadly a few times where it's a mate's passed on, and I've had to yeah. be the wondering mate. And yeah, it's yeah. a tough call to make. Yeah. And it's like I normally make it over the phone because we're all spread out, but. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if, like, you know, next time that happens, maybe I could, you know, call Chris Judd and go, is your wife available? I'm bring some bad news. Hire so an I'm sure my like, oh, Rebecca Judd's at my door. How are you going? Good to meet you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, can I get a hug? Yeah. Actually, that's, good, that's, that could be a good service. That's a good business plan, actually. We can we can get this one going. So our job is to be, we hire attractive, hire models, essentially, yeah. to I go around and do the name. bad things, like break news, um, fire people. I've got to say, uh, tell people people have died. Uh, uh, breaking up. I think you're stealing a bit here, guys. Van Wilder, topless tutors. Oh, uh, so they oh, did. Really? Oh, really? Well, sorry, sorry for one of the five people who watch Van yeah. Wilder. Yeah, sorry, my, sorry, my Van Wilder knowledge wasn't exactly up to scratch there. Topless tutors, of course. <laughs> oh, Van Wilder, which we were both watching last and night, the one hundredth time. Yeah. And I like the fact that he's gone topless. We've just gone for celebrity models to break bad news. Yeah, he's gone topless tutors. Where's the link? Well, I don't want really you getting done for stealing a bit. We were trying to make people feel better about tragedy in their life, not just make them smarter. See, now, now you just said that then. Why couldn't you have called an attractive girl to come in and break the news to us? Oh, sorry, guys, you've just stolen a Van Wilder bit. Yeah. It's people that you're dragging. We're ideas men, Lester, and you're just dragging us down. Speaking of the hot newsreaders, the Italians, I think, have got the right idea. We had this pretense where, yes, yeah, so I want to hear my news from this attractive woman, but I value her mind. But in Italy, they just have chicks in bikinis doing it. Oh, okay. Well, gotcha. remember, it used to be when the co- Comedy Channel launched, they used to have naked news. Yeah, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be yeah. standing in the nude. They'd either be stripping or fully nude, just talking about, you know, economics. Yeah, it used to be on three times a day, Mark. But it's interesting, though, like, because I think, um, 
it, that when you talk about that, like it, but when I think about credibility and well, first off, I love all the way the newsreaders always talk about you know yeah when I'm breaking the stories and when it's no no you're not breaking you're, you're reading an auto cue like, <laughs> like I've seen it happen you got your little hand on the dial next to you on your left or right hand and you're moving the auto cue that someone's written for you so shut up for one thing and also. Um, if I, if when it comes to who I'm going to trust like, in terms of credibility, the, the last person I would ever trust is a very attractive 25 year old woman. <laughs> I'm not going to believe a word she says because there's no need for her to be truthful in life. There's no point because she'll still get whatever she wants anyway. So I just go, like, why would that be the person that I want to I want to have reading my news? Because so like, like I don't believe anything that you would ever say. Do you think maybe they need to get like like. You look back on your childhood, some of the most trustworthy figures. For me, it was my year two teacher. Oh, yeah, sure. Maybe she, yeah, maybe like your mm. year two, you know, your 40-year-old mm. bigger woman should be reading the news. There we go. Because <laughs> she'd be able to break the news. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. look, 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 don't worry. Tony mm. Abbott did win the election, but yeah. it's only three years. Yeah. He'll have his turn with the ball, then you get your turn. <laughs> That's how the news should be broken. Yeah. I think we're, we're, on, we're on, we're solving world problems here. It's making the bad news palatable. I love the idea, Michael said, breaking the news. The guy in, in um, fucking Syria there getting bombs blown up behind him with a little camera shaking. And then <laughs> he, doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't break the news. It's the woman behind the desk with the fucking yeah. professional she, makeup artist. Have you, have you ever had to read off an auto cue? Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It is yeah. really, it's tough because like, you're natural, like it, you as got you used to trying to make eye contact. But I had to, I did a community show once, yeah. and I had to read off the auto cue. Yeah, there's crowd either side of me, but yeah. you're trying to work, and then you you lose your place. It's a tough yeah. skill. Yeah, it's a skill you learn. Yeah, it's like also I mean, this 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 the hallmark of journo's as well, the idea of walking to camera, and talking, while looking in one spot. We're looking at the yeah, camera. Yeah, it's, right. a, it's a very unnatural thing to do because you don't do that like in normal life, do you? No. Like you never, you would never do that. No. You'd be turning to your friend if you're talking like that. You'd be turning to your friend, you know, going back and forth. But in yes, it's an odd, it's an odd action to have. I find that weird in talk shows too, where they just given like every five seconds they glance at the camera to keep, to keep you interested. Yeah, they kind of look at each other and they're kind of smiling and then they kind of look back to the camera, don't they? Yeah. But you yeah. do notice it, like you notice, like on, on Letterman or that they sort of position it so that they're facing the crowd. The Craig Ferguson show, which is my favourite talk show, mm-hmm. it's him and the guests are looking at each other. That, that, it's all, the crowd are ignored and it's like... It yeah, isn't I very, like that. Yeah. Natural. Or you just like being ignored. I was going to say like we, we could have a million dollar idea. We can just have guys talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's been done. It's been done, yeah. It's, it's like Van Wilder, that prick, he did that too. Yeah. The other one, well, you mentioned that. The one, have you guys seen Weird Al's new um, parody, Tacky? Yeah, ta- yeah. Did you yeah. see him when he performed it on Conan? No, no, I haven't. He started downstairs and he's walking through singing and dancing. Oh, okay. And he walks up three flights of stairs while singing. Yeah, gotcha. That's a pretty impressive effort. That's not bad, isn't it? Yeah, because oh, I'm thinking, oh, he's going to trip, he's going to yeah. do the... But yeah, no, he, he maintained it well. I'm going to look it up. You're going to look up. It's a good clip, Tacky. It's, it's, it's good to know... We live in a world like what thirty years on Widow still there and still relevant. <laughs> it's like like you know, I think like song I think musical comedians get a very harsh rap. Because oh, rap, no. But um I don't know what I was doing with that one. But like everyone's like, Oh, musical comedy, oh it's just a guitar. But I think what Weird Al does is funny. He's proved that over Yeah. And I mean Tacky four, three to four decades. <laughs> yeah, Tacky's great and he's done um, you know, um what's her name? Royal by um who sings Royal Lord? Lord. Lord. Yeah. yeah, and he's done foil. 
That's just a man's a genius. I just like the fact that my knowledge of new songs is pretty much going to come from come Weird from Out. Weird Out, yeah. Imagine how upset he was when Jacko died. He must, he must have been the most devastated in the whole world. Yeah, but do you think, though, he probably thought, oh, now... Because, I mean, Weird Al, I'm guessing he he's nice. Like He he asks the artist's permission before he does the parody, and he pays them. I think they get a percentage of it. So he's probably thinking, oh, good, Jacko's died. Now I don't... No, it's only this stuff. No, just fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> I won't get the call. There's been some crazy Jacko stories coming out of late. Like, oh, gee, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't so much when he was alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Things have got out of control now. Shall I read them out? I can look them up if we want. Do we I want th- to yeah, I think that'd them? be a good one. I think what Michael Jackson, we should do that. What, what, Les, did you have any in mind? Well, there's or? one on Twitter last week or the week before when the maids had come out and said they used to pick up cow shit and throw it at them. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, our esteemed um, Senator Ricky Muir, there's a video of him online with YouTube throwing <laughs> roosh shit at his mates. So, you know, maybe, maybe just different things. Like maybe J- Jacko's got some German blood in him, you know. I'm sure he's got some other body parts from Germany. Yeah. But where's he getting cow shit? What, did he have cows? Like, you ever heard of a little place called Neverland Ranch, mate? That, every yeah, animal... but I... I, I... I wouldn't imagine, you know, you'd have cows. He had a lot of exotics. Why would he have cows? He had every animal since the Ark. Did he? I thought he just had lions, tigers, a chimp. I didn't realise it was cows. Like, because if you had like an exotic your own zoo, yeah, you don't really get cows at the zoo, do you? Yeah, because like, it's like we we'll just go and drive past the farm. This is Michael Jackson. He wants a cow. He's got a cow. Yeah, no, but I'm just thinking, <laughs> Jersey Brown, one of them. But I mean, if you're if you're thinking, yeah, that'd be funny. I'll throw some shit at my maids. Would the cow shit be the because f- they're pretty big? Were they dried like because fr- cow shit's like when they dry they're kind of frisbee. Yeah, I picture Jacko being human shit actually. To be honest with you, but I reckon well, I wouldn't surprise. You're just perpetrating more. You're yeah. denigrating the, the, the. I love Jacko. The spirit. Oh, of obviously, Jacko. you're the first one to bring up the rumors. First you're, album's you're ever. You're here. Got. You're thriller and bad. Really? You're just making stuff up about this wonderful, mm. wonderful man who clearly had no significant mental issues. Whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was what, like when I went to America, we did the tour. Um, I did the tour of the celebrity songs, and it was a bit. I got a bit sad because the tour guide, he wasn't the best guy in the world. He stopped the the car, and he's like, "Now this place is really significant. Can I get a guess what it is?" Yeah. And he said, "Oh, now that place over there, that's Elvis's home. Nick Cage bought it. What do you think this house is?" And everyone's going, "Oh, did Madonna live here? No, no, close. I don't know how." And then he goes. This is where Michael Jackson died. And then the bus is like, oh. And he goes, yeah, yeah, he died up in that window there. And that's where they bought the body out. And this guy's getting a little too animated. It's like, dude, just move it on. You know, we we want to go see Tom Cruise's house. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny those uh, those, uh, Hollywood tours, aren't they? They're kind of funny. Yeah, Yeah. they're they're, they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun, but I felt like it was at that point when I felt really guilty. I'm like... I'm just like I wouldn't like it if people were driving past my house going no obviously. oh there's Mark's pl-. I mean obviously yeah and I mean like take Tom Cruise's house yeah. it's not they're not that I reckon I could have jumped the fence and got to the front door yeah yeah so it's just yeah there's not too many bus tours through Darlington man <laughs> well yeah the uh, Chippendale bless that Chippendale yeah they're handing out they're handing out a how to stalker guide aren't they but also I mean you can do that through social media yourself anyway but um but uh, yeah, I think I remember seeing uh, Danny DeVito's house, and there was well, this is how long ago it was. It was his Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman's house. Wow. So that's how oh, that, wow. that age is it. Um, uh, Barbara Streisand, and she had little statues of people kind of looking, looking in at the front of her house. So almost like people, almost as if these were people kind of on the star tours oh, themselves. Okay. So she had a fence, and then she had these statues of people 
kind of almost peering over the fence. So she's got a bit of a sense of humor. Yeah, in that regard. That's pretty yeah. good. That's yeah. not Barbara yeah. Streisand, I'm assuming a studio flat. What? Yeah, yeah, just a little one, one bedroomer. And the one that threw me, we were in Hollywood and they're showing this one here. They bought for twenty million. This one for fifty, and this one over here was bought for twenty-two million by Will I Am. And I'm like, really? He's got that much money? Yeah. Amen. Hey, Harry Styles, he had a house there too. It was yeah. all in Beverly. Well, Will I Am gets paid the, uh, paid the, huh? Don't worry. Out. You, 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 he gets paid per full stop. <laughs> no, no, that's not. You've given that way too much. That's no, very you, kind of you. You should have went me. with that. Pissy me. No, no. I um, it, there's a reading about um, you know, picking in Tupac's murders the other night. You know, for, as, for you a do, while. as you do. And, um, there's a guy named Haitian Jack was involved in those um, killing a gangster. And then he's involved with um, Will I Am now. Sort of rorting the, the Haitian charities, apparently. Oh, that, that, hang I, on. I think he's stand, a, standing out of Will I Am. That's a, that's a big... You've just linked Will I Am. Yeah. So guy the guy who the established guy. has a lot of money yeah. with rotting third world charities. Yeah. So, so the, guy who killed, wanna... the guy who murdered Tupac and Biggie, and Biggie. is also rotting... No, he was involved in the first Tupac shooting. When you say involved, what, 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 was he a bystander? No, was no, he, no he's probably against it. Was he charged? Did he, did, he, were, did he do a rap about it? What we're saying it. is, are we going to get sued or assassinated for your allegations? You're coming to Australia, mate. Come on. Look it up, readers. I want to go to America. Haitian Jack, um, Will I Am. Yeah, I, I, I think we're, we're in. I like that the, the lawyer on this has brought up these. So you think have they solved the two pack? Like, is it? Cause there, no charge has been bought, have they? No, no, it's, it's never been solved. It's been sort of solved. Everyone knows what's going on. Yeah, but, oh, well, so it's a case. <laughs> well, you really keep very confident there. He's like, come on, guys, look through the looking glass. <laughs> No, but I mean, there is like, there's a case, um, I think it's in Tasmania, a German tourist was murdered. This is years ago. But they know, the police know who did it, the town knows who did it, but they haven't got the evidence yeah. like to lock the conviction. So the whole town knows that this guy is a murderer, yeah. but nothing sort of, it's sort of like a stalemate. So you're saying the same thing's happened with Tupac. You're saying it was around the same time that you left Tasmania? <laughs> no, no, no. I've, I've, never, I've, never, I've never done an act of violence in my life. I've never, I've done a Tony Abbott where I've punched a wall, yeah. but I haven't actually <laughs> physically punched. I've never harmed another human being. Yeah. Physic, mentally, I've probably scuttled a lot. Mark's, of Mark's, uh, best for the listeners, uh, uh, Mark's code for woman is uh, <laughs> is, is wall. No, it's terrific. Don't put me in, don't put me in Chris Brown territory. It's um, funny on Twitter. I have you been blocked by anyone on Twitter? Not that I am aware of. I'm not that kind of vocally a you know. I wouldn't get. I don't think I'd do anything bad enough to get blocked. I've been blocked by two individuals. One is Chris Brown, the wife beater. Oh yeah. And the other is Fred Nile. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Fred sure. Nile, the homophobe. So homophobe and a wife beater block me. It's because you were taunting them. I was arguing with no with Chris Brown. I was fully going in. Yeah, like I sure. was. I was making some pretty some jokes that I think were justified. Sure. You say a homophobe in a wife beater? No, well, no. Chris Brown's the wife beater. Oh, he right. beats women. I see. Fred Niles, the homophobe. I was arguing with Fred, and I was being nice. I was being diplomatic. I was pointing out sure. his over. Like he, the guy is. Why openly... is Fred Nile on Twitter? He's 150 years old. <laughs> I know. I, I think it. It might be team. He says it's team Nile. There's a team behind <laughs> oh, him. Okay. It's, but yeah, he blocked me, and it was yeah, it's just weird. Like, so how do you know you're blocked? Because you go to. I went to reply to him, and it wouldn't let me. And then I went to his account, and, to, and it's I'd been I'd unfollowed, and it says. 
you've been blocked oh. at request of the user. Yeah. So you gotcha. can now. I think it's a new thing because you never used to know that. Oh, okay. So apparently, I've been blocked by Chris Brown for a couple of years. I tell you, it's yeah. a good follow. Fred Niles Vine. Check it out. Has he got a Vine? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, I'd block you. I'd block you. Even if you, yeah, if you're taunting me and going at me, yeah. I'd, see, I'd, I block people on Facebook because I like Facebook blocking because they can't see you again. Like on okay. Twitter, I can st- like I can still read Fred Niles' tweets. Okay, but I can't respond can't to respond him. Respond to him. But, but I can, why but... need to create a fake account? What's that? Wouldn't you just be able to create a fake account? Well, I've got. I do have three yeah. accounts, but there I'm not going to like. It's a pointless. I just good to know like knowledge. You know, just know. You know. If I want to go, you got under his skin. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, no, sure. but I, but I went through, and I'll, I should publish what tweets I went with him. He put up a statement saying homosexuality is not normal. Okay. And I said, my point was, have you read your Bible, Fred? Jesus was a pretty tolerant individual, from yeah. what they say. Why don't you read? Why would and along those lines? And he's like, but it's not normal. Yeah. And I said, how? And that was the last thing I said. How is it not normal? I think your fascination with gay people is not normal. Yeah, sure. That's sure. what got me blocked. I don't reckon. Maybe reading it in a different context by the fact that he's saying it's not normal. So if the logic is that it's one in ten people, then therefore it's out. It's other people. It's technically, it's friend, not, no one's got you. It's not. You could look at it and say it's not normal, but it's not. You know, I mean, but, it's not by saying that, that, it, but that rationality. It's how you read normal. If we're gonna yeah, work yeah, out yeah, the analogy oh, yeah, yeah. of normal, we can, we can get that there. But why? It's like would saying, you... oh, I went and got. Um, I usually drink chocolate milk. But one day I got strawberry milk. That's not normal for me yeah. to do that. But for me to vilify you and say, well, you can't get married because oh, no, but you I'm reading, strawberry milk. No, no, I'm not reading that. I'm just oh, reading, no. the, I'm reading the tweet. The tweet that you were compl- angry about. It's not normal. Friend if you could, blocked d- Mark. Depends how you read the, read the logic of that, of, yeah, of yeah, the I word normal. That. We need to define normal. I would love if Fred Noah blocked you because you were sick of like, winning the argument. His argument, Keith's argument could be statistical. But but he, you didn't, know, he, didn't already, he just didn't he didn't raise these points which you you've made a valid point. But he said again he replied he re- answered again that it's not normal. He re- reiterated his point. Yeah, you're, but his point is saying that they shouldn't have a right to be married because it's not. It's like you know statistically, I think one in ten people have red hair. Yeah, should we? Point? That would be not normal then yeah. if you had a lineup if you had. If you had ten people in a room and there was one person with red hair, you could probably statistically say that that is not normal. But f- yeah, that's true. But for you, for me to then go oh no, if you had, fire, oh no, it would not be normal if you had if you had ten people in a room and seven of them had red hair. In comedy, it's two in ten. You'd go, that is normal. Two, two in ten. Yeah, two in ten redheads in comedy. Really? Yeah. And they vilify themselves. So. I can so only think. Uh, I can only think of it's one. It's very interesting. It's very interesting yeah. reading the word normal. Um, there we go. We're, we're defined. Friend, normal. I was probably sitting at home relaxing. I got fucking my eyebrows weigh ten kilos a piece. I got, <laughs> I got this guy fucking using bad logic. I'm gonna block him. <laughs> <laughs> Should we, should we look at the um, Michael Jackson? Oh yes, yes. Let's let's, let's let's go from one freak to another. Okay, so should we use a wind machine and open a white shirt? From what I gather, there's two or three maids who've come out and started talking about life in the Neverland Ranch. Uh, Michael sometimes ran around where the animals were. He'd track poop through the house and think nothing of it. So yeah, so oh, he'd threaten to make doo doo snowballs and throw it at you. <laughs> But that could be a joke. I mean, it's probably like the maid going, "Oh, that's true." Oh, Mister Mister Jackson, yeah. Mr. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, "I saw this guy throw hard. I'm making a rug." I mean, you know, like you'd threaten, like if I had mud on my shoes and I'll throw it at you. I, I think that's. I've got to say that Michael, I think you're you're just taking pot shots at Michael's grave. Michael um, wouldn't be adverse to a doo doo joke. I've got to say. I think you'd like a poop joke. Yeah, poop joke. definitely, definitely. Um, 
Oh, it's all it's all very bodily. Uh, he literally peed on the floor at the entryway, right where you saw Oprah walk in. So his front door. He Hang just on. stood there, unzipped his trousers, and watered the floor. When Oprah was there. No, or, no, uh, no, no. I was no. gonna say, oh, hey, Oprah. But the guy was on fucking hospital grade anaesthetics. Yeah, when was yeah. this? Like, that's a. Was he marking his territory? Was he? I don't know. Sounds like he just kind of didn't care, or he just thought other people could clean it up, or he was maybe he was you know, oh yeah, on something. Yeah. He might um, have been. Yeah, he might have been disorientated. Uh, he couldn't. Uh, he he. Well, this had been been filthy. So there'd be socks and underwear, underpants in the bed, and half-eaten chicken and potato chips, empty (laughs) bottles of wine and whiskey on the floor. And he knew he wet himself, the place reeked. So that bedroom that he had, he had that two-story bedroom. Have you ever seen the tour that Matt Lauer does through through Neverland Ranch? I reckon they should Graceland it. Oh, no, they sold it, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Someone should make it into Graceland. Get all the stuff back. Is it in Beverly Hills or is it out of LA? No, it's a bit further out of LA. Yeah. Um, But uh, they did a tour. uh, Matt Lauer from the Today Show did a tour uh, not long after Michael had died. Like, I think a week or so, just going through the Neverland Ranch and everything was empty like everything had been kind of auctioned off or put into storage or whatever because of financial problems um, but it was really interesting kind of you know just trap doors secret compartments yeah well it was there was and then it's that was in the bedroom life size nude pictures of Macaulay Culkin <laughs> he did like he did have the kind of uh, um, the um, a lot, he had a security thing in his door of his bedroom so it was a two story bedroom and it was a Security thing, which I think I think is kind of almost fair enough because I, there, I there will be people in his house and seeing who's coming in and out, because um, he would have had staff, yeah. um, and then also um, he went into his closet and there was a fake door, I think with it even with a safe in it or something, yeah. um, which again could not be, you know, anything bad, but you kind of I can understand adds to the wanting, like like I never the concept of a panic room. I can understand for someone like like someone like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like and in a country of America where guns are really accessible. Actually that's a good point. I'd be very paranoid about like just like you you wouldn't be able to like with Tom Cruise going back to Tom Cruise. He couldn't go out and mow his front yard because his front yard is visible from the street. Sure. Now you know you could be just walking down the street and go, "Oh, there's Tom Cruise." I'd be famous if I shot him in the head. Bang! Mm. And he's gone. So I can understand why Tom's loopy and Jacko was a bit loopy. Mate, why don't you make Magnolia? You don't mow your own lawn. Yeah, but say, what if you do? What if, like, your hobby was gardening? Like, <laughs> like I mean, like, my dad likes to garden. It relaxes him. What if Tom? Tom's like, oh, I'm wired, I'm stressed, Katie Holmes left me, I want to just go mow my lawns. Well, jo- George Harrison moved to the fucking Hawaiian Island and still got stabbed by a loony, so... Yeah, but he was a beetle. Ah, so we have no hope at all. Just, just, just give up just let yourself get stabbed it's, yeah, well, it's well, over I can like I can understand like I can understand like when like Brock Lesnar the former oh the former MMA cha- and current WWE champion he used <laughs> smooth segue well, from George Harrison well, yeah well no, but it's yeah, on the topic of George Harrison and Tom Cruise you know this guy who will be able to kill you if you bear hands yeah yeah but I mean Brock Lesnar he used to live in Minnesota, in a farm in Minnesota, yeah. and to get there, he used to have to go up two dirt roads. It's a compound. Yeah. One day, someone drove past his house. That so infuriated him, he then went online and bought a ranch in Saskatchewan, Canada, where you've got to go through about fifty different roads to get to. You can't get to his house. You can't. It's hidden in the bush. Yeah. Because he so hates people so much oh. that he moved. And it, Paul Heyman, his manager, was saying. When you want to get in contact with Brock, 
he'll say, call me at midday on Tuesday because the nearest, he doesn't have a phone in his house. The phone is a 10k drive from his house on his same property. It sounds like a mob going on the land. What's going on? Well, he does. I mean, he's just either that or a complete nut job. Like, and you say that you did say just Paul Heyman, his manager. We are talking about the wrestling here. <laughs> okay, now. No, but he's, in no, real exactly life, he's no. actual. He actually manages Brock's business as well. Like okay. he's not just okay. a manager. Yeah. But he's but Brock lives in the like I know wrestling yeah. talks it up, but the guy lives in Saskatchewan, Canada, and it's just yeah. I think it's I think it's bizarre. Like yeah, off I, the grid. Off yeah, the grid. He's way off the grid. Yeah. He's the Unabomber, essentially. Well, pretty much. It's not yeah. going to surprise me if in a couple of years, yeah. you know, bombs start appearing. I'm yeah. pointing the fingers straight at Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've solved Well, that future. reminds me about Mr. Perfect's manager, Mr. Fuji. <laughs> no, Mr. Fuji never managed Mr. Perfect. It was the genius Lenny Poffo was. If you wanted Mr. to call Perfect's Mr. Perfect, manager. Mr. Fuji had to throw some salt in your eyes and hit yeah, you with his yeah. can. Yeah, yeah that's Fuji. how they do most negotiations. <laughs> yeah. They throw a little firebomb at them. Are you saying my knowledge of wrestling spreads his. <laughs> Well, you boys are wrestling fans. Like, growing up, we all got into it in the 80s. Who was your favourite wrestler in the 80s? Um, uh, in the 80s? Uh, I'd have to be Hulk because I was a little kid. Yeah. 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 Jake, probably. Jake? Or Jake the Snake? Was it because of the snake? or? Yeah, great gimmick, great great promos. Well, for me, it was... DDT. For me, it was... I, I, flipped, I Initially, it was Hulk Hogan, but then it switched to the Ultimate Warrior. Actually, that's like 89, 90, so that's not really 80s. Michael's right. It has to be Hulk, probably. Yeah, Hulk. Everyone had Hulk. Andre maybe as well. Oh, you liked Andre. I was scared of Andre the Giant. He's a big guy. Mm, yeah, I think you're not alone. Yeah, what yeah. was he? Seven foot five or something? It was billed as seven foot five. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman got that one. Actually, yeah, of course. In real life, let's find out what he was in real life. Well, I heard that the, like um. Well, Hulk shrunk like four inches because of the yeah, leg drop. But I think um like Andre was. Sh- I think when when they used to do promos with Hulk. Like they'd stand, Andre'd stand on a because Hulk's pretty tall. Yeah. I think he's six six. Andre, I, I thought Andre's six eight, six ten. Yeah, I think they got about six ten. It's kind of the rough, the rough consensus yeah. here, right? Which is still tall. Oh, he used but, to wear heels, too, yeah. like, like Cuban heels. <laughs> yeah, big stilettos. <laughs> it was actually, a, it was actually a midget. They just said, "Oh, we got these great, <laughs> we got these heels. Put on a fat suit, Andre the Giant." Sky Low Low was play, was Andre the Giant. You watch his doco on YouTube. It's really sad. Oh, he had a very sad life, Andre the Giant. Oh, really? Yeah, like he's um because early on in his career, Vince McMahon, uh, oh Vince McMahon Senior, told him you need the people to see you to attract, and he got sick of like people would just come up and stare at him, and oh, just, okay. oh. and because there was one time I think it was maybe Bobby Heenan or someone said in his book. They were at the airport and Andre's just sitting out there and he's like, come into the business lounge. And Andre's like, no, 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 the people need to see me. So he's just sitting there drinking his wine in a, you know, some airport in St. Louis, just being gawked at by strangers. It's... Yeah, sure, sure. And then there's... Well, the... it's, it's very we can't helpful. hide, can you? When no. you're six no. foot, 10, no. 11, you can't hide anywhere. Yeah. It's uh, it's really like talk about, um, uh, there was a friend of mine who was talking about a, the basketball that was in the NBA. Um, they, they knew one of the players over there and it was like just um, how their life was that... Um, you can't just pop on a baseball cap and walk down the street because you're still that yeah. six foot eleven guy standing out in front of everybody. But they get remunerated, remunerated with money and um, women. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that was another thing too. They were saying because a lot of them was he was saying they um they build kind of nightclubs in their basement. Yeah. Or the, they they have the kind of house where they they don't need to leave because they yeah going out obviously to the nightclub and you're six foot ten eleven people are gonna. Mm. What of course trouble with you? You, know, you say that. You, you say that like the NBA player. I remember one time uh, I was probably about three or four years ago. 
I saw Ian Thorpe in the city and he was helping... Mm-hmm. His mate was parking his car. Thorpe, he got out and is directing him. Mm-hmm. And people stopped because he's a genuinely big guy. Like, yeah. He'd be at least six foot eight. Oh, really? He's very, he's, yeah, he's a very big... And he's broad shoulders and yeah. he's dressed pretty spectacular. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, there's Thorpe. There's, so I can understand yeah, yeah. like someone like him wants to get out of the public because yeah, yeah. that was just helping a mate back back a car. And like... There was at least 20 people stopping. That's really? what I felt sorry yeah. for him. He couldn't sneak into an Oxford Street club because well, he's no. fucking 6'6 and like Ian Thorpe. Well, it's, it's true. Like, yeah. you know, he's, yeah, he's not like, yeah, if you saw him walking down Oxford Street, you'd be like, oh, there's Thorpe. Oh, he's got a he sneaks, yeah, into, yeah. he sneaks into the tool shed for a vile enamel and he just starts to do it, <laughs> just do it uh, you know, under the counter. Allegedly. Allegedly. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Pull out and watch, watch, someone, watch someone back their friend's car in isn't that an odd yeah. thing to stop and stare at well I was just walking down the street mm. I was I think I was on my lunch break and I thought yeah. oh, let's extend lunch a bit because like, it's it's a good excuse to get back imagine you know mm. why are you like, back late from lunch oh I saw Thorpey yeah, oh yeah. really he's a big guy yeah, yeah. there's an extra 10 minutes of your work yeah. day done are you sure it wasn't Alfa Romeo <laughs> it could have been the cause of the commotion it wasn't a car <laughs> Oh, right, it was sorry. an Alfa Romeo <laughs> get your advertising <laughs> slogans right he didn't buy a Jeep after all we should be getting sponsorship for this I hate that this. fucking ad, Alfa Romeo it's the hottest chick in the world running through the um, wine vineyard okay and then a guy's got an Alfa Romeo she just jumps in the car and he drives off because <laughs> like, it's the mad car it seems like it's the it's the golden age of car ad slogans at the moment because we just mentioned they've got the Alfa Romeo one you've got the Jeep one he bought a Jeep. They bought a Jeep. That's a good point. Maybe there's been a big a bit of yeah. a push, yeah. Maybe with the how about the local industry or the like, or maybe it's a boom time for cars in terms of you know maybe <laughs> it sounds like not for Ford and like, but but people yeah. buying overseas ones, yeah. You got some scumbag smacking his wife around. He, he, he bought an old Commodore. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the one that was on a little bit ago? It might still be on. Not totally sure, but it's uh, it was, I believe it's for an Italian car and I think it was for a car, <laughs> but it was a very fast car, kind of driving down a in the desert and there was a lady uh, in a bikini sunbathing and then a scorpion kind of ran up and clipped off her bikini top and then ran away with it. I remember that. No, I don't remember that It one. was the oddest thing. It was this horny little scorpion that was like, oh yeah. That was this... a booze ad, wasn't it? Uh, I what? I think it was a booze ad. I'm pretty sure it was a car, but, years ago. but it was, uh, it was the, it essentially it was a scorpion. Oh, I'm thinking about the, um, the Sexually ants. harassing a... No, oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, forget, forget what I'm saying. It was a, it I've was... got tons of those underwear. <laughs> Someone, a scorpion sexually harassing a, wow. a young lady and, and it was like, Someone actually had a meeting and they, they worked. I'm, I suppose I'm talking about it, so therefore it's a great ad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know what it's for. No, it's for. That's another thing. So there we go. I just want to buy a scorpion for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get a Bondi with a skull. It's just an odd thing. I was like, right, guys, I go, right. And I just, you're just going for sunbathing. And like, there's a horny little scorpion. He's a horny little fucker, right? And so he's going to fucking steal a bikini top. Right, where's my cocaine? Done. But do you remember like, um, when Fast... We were talking about it before the show. Fast for the allegedly Australian sketch show. They had Smythe and Barry, the advertising the execs. Best character though, yeah. And like the first Pretty episode, tough. they show them pitching the ad for the for the drink, like the West Coast cooler equivalent called Legs Opener. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then yeah. the next the next episode, they show them appearing before the tribunal. And they, <laughs> oh, show, okay. they show the ad. It's this teenage girl in a school oh, okay. getting in the back of a panel van yeah, with so. a Legs Opener. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, I was talking to someone the other day about this. The kids are today, the, these little Gen Y kids, they haven't got the the community of ads like we used to have that ad you know, I'm a single mum with a daughter and everyone used to quote it like everyone would know the ads oh yeah every time I, my mum still gets angry at this every time my mum has a wine my mum's not a big drinker uh-huh. but I, she'll have a drink and I'll go 
Mummy, please don't drink today. Drink today. Drink today. <laughs> it's from that oh, ad yeah. where, where the lady, it's the lady on the swing with the wine, and my mum gets so worked up when I do that. I mean, uh, I'm not against content on demand, but I'm saying it's t- they've lost something without having the community feel. It's true. Like you, we still got like I know from my youth that if I like I've got taxi numbers in my head from the jingles from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, Lumobile, Lumobile, yeah. Here's another Michael Jackson fact. Oh, here we go. Um, that he he wasn't huge on his brothers and sisters. He was, well, quote is, he was on a mission. There was an old Ebony magazine in which he saw a picture of the Jackson 5. He didn't like it. And so he would send people out with about $500. And when they brought back the magazine, he'd play a game of confetti where he'd shred pictures of his brothers and sisters and even his parents and throw them all around the halls and into the guest cause and said, Yuck. Said yuck, he's a grown man. <laughs> yuck, grown man said yuck. Yuck, you don't deserve to be to have my name. They are gutless moochers. I'm the only star. They should be cleaning my shoes. Okay, I can can't guarantee he did not say that. That's not it. Yeah, I don't. Know, I don't think it's I, not I a natural could, way I to could, talk. I can see him. Yuck, saying, you don't deserve my name. They are gutless moochers. So he's changed the tense right there. Anyway, uh, I'm the only star. Yeah, so that that didn't happen. I could I could see him though, like. Maybe going, oh, oh, I don't like this magazine. Mm. Go out and get all the copies you can. I can no, see yeah, that. Be like that, yeah. And then yeah. maybe just, and I reckon, like, I, when you say the only star, I think <laughs> Janet holds her own. Yep. And um, Latoya in interviews. She's, <laughs> she, they're the stars. But yep. Jermaine and, you know, the other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see him saying, they're ignorant. I can see him saying that. But, 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 not, um, but, not, yeah. but not their mooches. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess he did have issues with it. His dad was a pretty brutal dude. Yeah, for sure. Oh, look, he was famous, really famous when he was 10. And then go, surprise, surprise, he went mad. It's like all the thing with Bieber at the minute. Everyone's mm. like, oh. maybe everyone talking about like how, what, you know, oh, isn't he an idiot? Isn't he acting weird? It's like, okay, you'd be the, one of the most famous people in the world when you're 16. Let's just read that little manual, that yeah. little handbook yeah. of how to act. Yeah, hell yeah. So obviously you're going to go crazy. You've got well, thousands of people down his hotel screaming. He hasn't done any anything that me that any of us wouldn't have done in their 20s like who hasn't pissed in a mop bucket in a nightclub <laughs> I mean let's be honest oh actually that leads us on to um, this bucket talent challenge because he oh. did do one of them Oh, I really hope about Bieber that, did we? the same mop bucket that he pissed in. Uh, <laughs> now, that would redeem himself. That's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, the, uh, the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge. What's ALS? The Aboriginal Legal Service? Oh, it's Lou Gehrig's disease. It's... <laughs> Seriously? Like, what is it? It's, um, a muscle, it's motor neuron disease over here. Oh, right. But it's, it's got a different name in America, but it's known as Lou Gehrig's disease. It's a sad... It's a tragic disease, and... It's a tragedy where once you get it, your muscles break down, and within three to five years, you're gone. Oh. And yeah, bring it down. Thanks, Lester. <laughs> well, um, but the, the advertiser, but you, have you seen the Ice Bucket Challenge? Checkmate, Lou Gehrig. I haven't got any muscles, so. Well, there you go. Works you, out well. you found a cure to the, the disease. No more challenge. If there's pie fat fucking disease, I'm dead. <laughs> Well, there is. It's called heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> so heaps of people have been doing it, and the idea is that you, uh, you nominate other people to do the challenge and if they don't do it they have to pay a hundred dollars to the charity yeah and so i think most people i think most people would be paying the money i think well, well what i've heard is most of the movement. celebrities are doing the challenge and donating the money yeah i'm sure lots of people yeah. are doing that i mean you know like i saw the rock do the challenge the other day i'm sure the rock would go oh, he's but even non non-celebrities yeah. i'm sure they're still doing the right thing it's just like it's just the fun and games it's the color movement of you know putting 
bucket of water over your head. I think they timed it wrong for Australia because it's winter. Like I, I like we, we uh, would, yeah. I'd be more than happy to do the ice bucket challenge when yeah. it warms up a bit. Like it's a bit cold today. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Well, we we'll just go out and send the rain. That would yeah, be yeah. The well, that that challenge. I got wet last night. I did the yeah, challenge. Yeah. The ice bucket challenge. Yeah. Well, who would you have you thought like if you had to challenge your three celebrities? To do the challenge, who would you throw your nomination out to? Uh, Kirk Douglas. <laughs> Kirk Douglas? Well, I think he did the challenge. Yeah. I think Kirk's done it. Senator Amanda Vanstone. <laughs> oh, yeah. I reckon she'd be up for it. And um, <laughs> let me think. Um, Kirk Douglas was holding a glass of ice water, just trying mm. to drink it. That was his... <laughs> oh. uh, Pope Benedict. Pope Benedict would be the third. That's quite a eclectic that's, that's group. A good, that's a good. Yeah. That's a good. And Pope's got a lot of Twitter followers, so that got get a lot a of time in his hands. Yeah, he's just chilling out. He got the. He's got a lot of holy water right there. That would be the most holy of holy. That's pretty. What about you, Lester? Who would you throw it out to? Um, I think I can. And no. you're not allowed to say Kirk Douglas and yeah, the yeah. of the Pope. I think I know one of yours. I'm gonna. Michael Douglas. Oh, Michael Douglas. Um, yeah. Just after that comment about Cashman Z, I thought it was in poor taste. Um, what what comment did he? What? He, he said he got throat cancer from from eating out Catherine Zeta Jones. Remember that? Oh, I remember him saying he got throat cancer from oral. I don't think he named his wife. I think he said from all over the years. Just what, general, I'm, general vaginas throughout time. I might have, I might have jumped the gun on that one. Sorry, Michael. Yeah, that's, a, that's okay. Oh, sorry, Catherine. I no, think. I don't think he did mention his wife specifically. But yeah. fingers were pointed. I think, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's like, oh, you've been married for um, ten years. But they, yeah, he, it was very funny. He can't talk about. What's it? Is it the? the is it tickler virus or something? And he, I think it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and what he was saying was like, dudes, I, I. I get so many women <laughs> yeah. that a game of throw count. That's how fucking hardcore I am. Like it's it's a it's a it's quite the humble brag, isn't it? It's like <laughs> I, <laughs> I think the humblest brag was Easy E. What's that? We got so many women. No, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but who else? So Michael Douglas. Who else would you challenge? Um, I have to be Sophie Monk, clearly. But the um, and she's that crazy. Pro- she probably do it just for. Probably Haitian Jack. I don't know. Haitian Jack. Oh, yeah. Haitian Jack. Yeah. That's cool. I've been thinking about it. I got Michael one, Jackson's maid. I don't know if she's done it yet because I haven't Google searched it. <laughs> Sophie Vergara from Modern Family. Oh yeah. I would be. She'd be my first ice bucket challenge. She'd do it anyway. I'm pretty sure. I don't want to see him in speedo, so I wouldn't nominate Tony Abbott, but I'd nominate Joe Hockey. But he has to be smoking a cigar when he does it. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a nice touch. Mm-hmm. I think wet t-shirt contests are demeaning, and I think you should withdraw that comment. But... Or Joe Hockey. Mm. Well, oh, oh no, I won't. I stand by it. I don't drive a car, so I must be poor. So Joe doesn't <laughs> like me. And the other person I would nominate. Now, are you allowed to say when you'd like them to do it, or? Um, yeah, I no, well, You can put whatever yeah, caveat. Well, it's a fictional world. Yeah. I would like it seven forty tonight. Mm-hmm. To challenge the entire Hawthorne football team oh, to yeah, do the sure. ILS ice yeah, bucket yeah, yeah. challenge just before they play Geelong. <laughs> That's very funny. That's it quite is. a nice little touch. I wonder. I haven't seen too many uh, football local football teams do the the Cats did it. Did um, they? The they did Enright, Bartell, and Selwood did it with each of their Premiership cups. Oh yeah, a lot of them have actually. Yeah, so yeah. just looking through. And now, they yeah. nominated. Brenton Sanderson, Ken Hinckley, and who's the Bulldogs coach? Oh, bloody hell, everyone's done it. Gillian yeah. Gillen McLaughlin did it. Gillian McLaughlin did it. CEO of the AFL, yeah. Wow, he'll do anything to get away from this Asada rap. Is this odd? What's the, it's, I don't know. I'll just give a hundred bucks. I don't know, I just don't have, I, I, I don't have decided to bucket challenge. For me, it's more the fact the videoing and uploading, that'd be too much complicated for me. Like, I, I just, I don't, it's hard enough filming stuff and doing it. So doing it, let alone when you do, one of the funniest ones I saw, one of the divas, I can't remember which one, she nominated, it was, oh, it was Beth Phoenix. 
she nominated just for the listeners uh, explain who it is oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. a WWE wrestler yeah, diva that, that Motown singer Beth Phoenix <laughs> Beth Phoenix she really got her funny. action figure and poured a bucket of water over it and said ha ha I've done it I've done it and then her husband Edge and his tag team partner Christian came and poured a bucket of water over her I thought that was a very cool Oh, okay. Yeah, that gotcha. was very nice. Yeah, yeah, a few little... Tra- I, I, mean, I, I haven't watched so many of the videos, but I saw Bill Gates have one. It was mm. like he was kind of designed a uh, sophisticated dunking system. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, pity Steve Jobs wasn't alive to make a better one. <laughs> oh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's... Uh, the, the listeners out there, if you're in there, make sure, if you haven't... If you haven't um, seen the, I, the Ice Bucket Challenge, go check it out. If you're on Twitter, tweet about it. And... If you got some money, donate it. It's for a good cause. It's a horrible. There's so many good causes. Just if you want to don't nominate for that, nominate for some other charities. I think it's a stupid cause. Like, really? What? Water over your head. Just. But it's raising awareness. Get the money. Well, do both. I'm still not aware of it. You're not aware. Have no. to explain it to me. I'm still not aware <laughs> of it. You still not explained it. Oh, this just Kirk Douglas fucking donkeys anymore. <laughs> there you go. If you want to give an image of Kirk Douglas, it's very interesting the world of charity. Yeah, the idea of raising awareness compared to the idea of you know, donating through research and stuff, or... Well, this one, they've done both. Like, they, I saw something, they've raised, like, over 16 But, I mean, million. it's the same yeah. thing, yeah, but the use of the word awareness. I think that... It's awareness kind of, that's, that's more of a recent uh, term mm. that's been banding around. Like, to me, it used to be more about, you know, help find a cure and stuff, and now it's about raising awareness. And now I'm sure they the, the distribution goes to the same, the same avenues. But um, I picture some poor starving kid going, "Thank God they're aware of my starving." <laughs> Maybe they go, "Is it my cure?" Is more like a, um, you don't want to talk it up too much in terms yeah. of you know we're going to try yeah, and we don't want to find a cure. But do you, yeah, but do you think though, like, like I mean, with somewhere like the way social media works, for them to get this campaign started, it's costing to get the rock to post a video mm-hmm. costs them nothing. Yeah. But whereas, you know, to buy that advertising on TV yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah. So you're essentially, rather than having to spend, you know, you raise 16 million, rather than having to raise 10 million, spend it on advertising. Yeah, yeah. You're effectively, that extra 10 million goes towards, mm. yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's actually a really good point. That's a great, great, great thing too. So some scientists are getting, they're getting an extra $10 million. I'm, I'm old school, I'm World Vision. And like, but I feel sorry for my sponsor kid because she hangs on for dear life every year. I'm almost bankrupt every year. And like, she's just, I think she's getting like an ulcer from worrying about when I'm going to stay, <laughs> stay yeah. afloat. Yeah. You don't give her an eye out. You give her an eye out a day, not a dollar a day. <laughs> there you go. So maybe, maybe send a dollar to give, and Lester will pass on most of it to his sponsor child. Do you actually really sponsor a child? Yeah. Yeah. Whereabouts? Sri Lanka. Yeah, okay. And you have contact and yeah, not, not that much. Anymore. I send her the old letter. Yeah. The, um... I really hope you write more than "Are you sixteen yet?" <laughs> oh, fuck it <laughs> You're out of control, Mark Williamson. Oh, Lest, I'm just going on your precedent. <laughs> the um, but I was gonna say yeah, like it's always a fine thing. Like whatever, can hang on this year, one more year. <laughs> so, so you just apply, and then they essentially someone's picked out. As yeah, you just get one out of the um, out of the bag. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Sri Lanka though. Like, like Sri Lanka, I, I thought according to our government, it's a safe country. I wouldn't assume there was poverty. 
Mate, they're, they're, they're doing it tough, man. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I don't doubt. I don't think World Vision are just like, oh, let's pick a country that sounds cool. I think. Yeah. I think you're thinking of Murali. He's doing it right. But... Yeah, but no. But the government recently said Sri Lankan asylum seekers will be sent back. All oh, right. So it's not like it's. Oh, they've had fucked up times there for years. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Tamil wars. Just, yeah, sure, sure. I thought, you know, I was expecting to say Uganda or somewhere like that. But, uh, but, but also at the same point, Kamala. at the same point, what the government says is, uh, is anyone will be sent back. So it That's could be, true. you know, if you. You are from, say, you know, if you're from New Zealand, or if you're just from, <laughs> I encourage that <laughs> mysterious island just off the coast of Tasmania, you will be sent back. Shout out to Jasmine Langdon. Yeah, there you go. Shout out Jasmine. Les- Lester wants you deported. Resident Kiwi. Well, there you go, boys. This is fun. So, thank you guys for coming around, Michael. Your Sydney tour is almost up, but for people to find out more information, where's the best point of contact? Uh, just check out uh, Twitter, uh, Chamberlain M. Um, doing a comedy on Edge on Tuesday. Yeah, be doing that. Yeah, oh, yes, Tuesday night, Chippendale Hotel, eight pm. Uh, the Hump in Merrickville on um, Wednesday, and then Mike and Hand on Thursday. There you um, go. Three good. There, there's your. There's next week planned out for Sydney listeners. Hmm. Go to all three of those rooms. They're good. And follow him on Twitter. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully. In September, you won't be tweeting about the Hawthorne winning the grand final. No, I know, because I'll be too drunk. <laughs> With celebra- celebrations. Yeah. And Lester, you're on Twitter at... At LesterDiamond28. Follow follow him, ladies and gentlemen, and give him a dollar so he can give it to his sponsor child. Yeah. And you can follow me on Twitter at M M W double underscore... <laughs> o- no, I changed my Twitter handle this week. It's at MW un- double underscore OH. Follow me there. And if you want to see my... Fringe Festival show, Hips to Kill Team. It's on October 1st and 3rd at the Factory Theatre. The October 3rd show is almost sold out, so if you're going to buy tickets, get them now. Other than that, thanks for listening. For more information, check out comedyonedge.com or follow us on Twitter at comedyonedge. That's it. So, well, Ryan's not here, so I guess Lester, hit the music. Yep. That was good.